Welcome to the Good Fiction Podcast. Join us as we continue with Shadow Walker, Chapter 18. She filmed the bank of the payphones in the lobby of the jail and tried Lucy's number one more time. Still, there was no answer. The thought dawned on him that she really could be there, but the caller ID might be showing something like county jail, keeping her or her parents from picking up the phone. They had really been serious sounding in the parking lot of the hospital the previous night about Lucy staying away from Chrissy. He left the jail and headed out towards his side of town. He found a payphone not too far from his neighborhood and tried Lucy's number again. It was a little surprising that he didn't even have to search his memory for the number. It seemed engraved in his brain. Bingo. Someone picked up on the third name. Hello? It was an adult woman. Is Lucy there? The woman hesitated. Who's calling, please? This is Martin. Aren't you Chrissy's brother? I don't know. Give me the phone, Mom. Keith could hear Lucy plead with her mother in the background. Hang on, said the woman, in a voice that sounded disgusted. Hello. It was Lucy. Despite the circumstances, her voice sounded perky. Hi, Lucy. This is Martin. Hi. How's Chrissy? Is she out yet? I wanted to call her, but my dad asked the judge to make it a condition of my bond that I don't contact her. She's out. I didn't know they could do that. You know, the condition of not talking to someone. I'm so glad she's out. That's a terrible place, and yes, they can do that. And it gets worse than that. What do you mean? If I'm not lucky enough to get probation, they can make that a condition of my probation, too. Well, I didn't know that. Your dad. Thank God for medication. Well, she sounded a little perky. I guess I know why now. I'm okay. I'm more worried about a scar than anything else. There was a short moment of silence now. The initial hellos were over with, and now it was time for Keith to get the purpose of his call out. Before he could talk, though, Lucy jumped back in. Martin, she said, I'm sure we've done the right thing here, aren't you? Yes, I am. I. What is it, Martin? It's Tony and LaShondra. What about Tony and LaShondra? Lucy's voice sounded a little less perky and a little more hostile now. She said, well, I don't know. I don't think we should forget about them. Lucy sighed. Tony, Tony caused this. And Chandra, she's washed her hands of all of us. Somehow she's managed to evade the police. She's made it clear she wants me in prison to stay away from her. Right. Lucy, you're in jail. You know what it must be like for him to be in there. 
his age, they don't take you to juvie. That's real jail, just like you were in. Lisa sighed again. She saw his point, but still didn't feel any compassion towards Tony. What do you mean that we shouldn't forget about him, she asked. All I'm saying is that despite what he's done, we should at the very least keep his well-being in our thoughts. His well-being? Lucy was close to exploding and just that fast, too. Let me tell you something. Tony didn't much care for our well-being, did he? He was drunk, high, been partying all night, just like you. So what? It never crossed my mind to go into a store with a gun and rob someone. I know, said Keith in a soft voice. All I'm saying is that we shouldn't write him off. Oh, you mean like it's the right thing or something? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Well, I appreciate your feeling toward Tony, but I really have my own worries. Maybe you should worry more about Chrissy than Tony, for that matter. Lucy, I'm sorry. Please don't get angry. Is there anything else she interrupted? No. Thank you for calling to check on me. So, Chrissy, I said hi, okay? Yeah, I'll be there. He hung on the line expecting Lucy to hang up, but she didn't. You know something? She finally asked. Sometimes I've talked to you, I don't know, it's weird. It's like I've known you before or something. Really? No way was Keith going to let on that her feelings weren't deja vu, but reality. Yeah, weird, huh? No, not really. Lucy sighed. Look, tell Chrissy I'm thinking about her, and if it makes you feel any better, maybe I'll write Tony. Okay? Thank you, Lucy. They ended their conversation with Keith feeling like he had at least succeeded in getting Lucy to think about Tony. Hopefully a seed had been planted that would flower into forgiveness. For some reason, he now was having thoughts about calling LaShondra. What Tony had told him about LaShondra agreeing to testify against all of them sounded possible. He had no reason to doubt what Tony was saying, nor did Tony have reason to lie. Besides, Tony was right in pointing out that she had managed to steer clear of all the trouble. The fact that the police had found out it was Chrissy and Lucy in the car did make LaShondra look mighty suspicious. Keith wanted to talk to her, but why? Was he just going to ask her flat out if she had turned everyone in? Even if she didn't, and says yes, what purpose would it serve for anyone to know that? Still, he felt strangely about contacting her. He also felt strongly about it as well. 
Before he did this, though, he thought it might be a good idea to go on home. Things were probably tense and awkward around there. He did just that, too. Heading home. What's there? His intuition had been right. You could feel the uncomfortable tension in the air. That tension was so thick, it could crush your thoughts about anything other than what was going on with Chrissy. It's the only allowable subject. In fact, it was obvious her mom and dad had already been into it. When Keith walked into the kitchen, Chrissy was putting dishes in the dishwasher. Her cheeks stained from tears. She clearly wasn't in the mood to talk, but Keith thought she'd appreciate the words of concern from Lucy. I talked to Lucy, he said, standing a foot or two behind her as she looked at the dishwasher. She didn't stop her task or say anything. She was concerned about you, Chrissy. She said to tell you hello. That got her attention. How's her head? she asked. Now she turned to face him. She was sounding good. She got a little mad at me, though. Mad? Why? Because of something I suggested. Chrissy looked perplexed. What did you suggest? The same thing I'm going to tell you. Which is, said Christy, which is you shouldn't forget about Tony. Tony? Well, that's hard to do. Did you forget why we're in this mess? He's still in jail and probably is going to stay there until this thing is over with. Well, good, she said. That's where he should be. Chrissy, isn't Tony your friend? Well, he was my friend. She was becoming increasingly angered with the conversation and it showed. All I'm saying is, look, Martin, I know you had a lot to do with Dad going along with helping me and all, but really... Let me pick my own friends, okay? Okay, Chrissy. I just felt strongly about saying this to you. And I heard you. So let's drop it now. He smiled at Chrissy to indicate the conversation was over and was letting it go as she asked. She turned and continued to load the dishwasher. He hadn't meant to upset her, but he obviously had. But just like he had done with Lucy, the seed had been planted and hopefully it would take. He left her to finish her chore and went upstairs to use the phone. Now, he wanted to talk to LaShondra. Her number was easy enough to find in a school directory that had been sitting next to the yearbook Keith first saw when finding himself in Martin's room. Making sure no one was... Within earshot, he dialed the phone in his room and stretched the cord to the door, enabling him to close it as far as it would go without completely shutting. He didn't want anyone bursting into the room and catching him midstream in a conversation with her. She was most likely going to see the name on her caller ID and might not even answer. His doubts proved to be wrong when she immediately answered the phone. Hello? She seemed surprised but curious. This is Keith. I mean, Martin. Chrissy's brother. Yes, may I help you? She sounded like an operator taking the next call after Minnie, with Minnie to go. 
just wanted you to know that Chrissy and Lucy are out of jail. Tony's still there. You called to tell me that, she asked. I thought you might like to know. Yeah, okay. Well, thanks for calling. Wait a minute. You don't care that your friends are in so much trouble? It's their problem, she snapped, not mine. According to Tony, you ratted on them. The least you can do is come clean with them. I did. I told them to keep me out of it. I've done what I needed to do for me and my brothers. I am totally through with this situation. Don't call here anymore. She hung up and the line went dead. He hung up the phone and opened the door to his room widely. He laid on the bed. Chrissy and Dad were starting up again and he could hear them clearly from all the way downstairs. There was so much anger between everyone. Despite the love he knew that existed between them as well, he began to wonder once again about his purpose. The anger in those around him could turn to resentment and even hatred. Their love for one another was battled by the evolving anger. Could this be his purpose? To stop the anger? That anger was surely destroying friendships and contrary to what he felt was right. Could he allow it to continue? The thought of heaven's doors, which he had seen, flooded his mind. Those doors continued to cast a shadow on him, but still he knew one day they would be opened. The others were facing an eternity of hell as they continued to see him. While walking in the shadows of his own eternal destiny, his purpose began to be unveiled even more now. God was showing him even another piece of his purpose. A battle for several souls was raging. He rolled over and reached for the power button on the stereo. Funny, the drum station he had been listening to on another occasion had been changed. The words to the song by the band FHH filled his heart. His soul and spirit were changing. He whispered softly along with a song he had never heard before. You are God in heaven. Here I am on earth. So let my words be few. Jesus, I am so in love with you. He could feel the shadow slowly being lifted from his soul. Thanks for listening. Join us next time as we continue with Shadow.